people at the back? Thank you. And that is a wonderful way to open this talk. Welcome, welcome. This is Seeking Sustainability Live. I'm JJ Walsh, your host in Hiroshima, Japan. And today I have the pleasure once again of talking with the Kiwi Yamabushi, Tim Bunting in Yamagata, Japan. Thank you so much for joining, Tim. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure. So we had a wonderful talk last year. It's basically one year ago, December of last yeah. year. And we talked about so many wonderful things with what is a mountain monk? What is Yamabushi? We learned so many key concepts and hopefully uh, today we're on HAPS. So we'll have a, a nice new audience and uh, go over some of the basic points again, but maybe add some new things that we didn't cover last time. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. So can you, let's start with a little bit of background, Tim, about how you got interested in becoming a Yamabushi and uh, doing this work that you're doing in Yamagata. Um, yeah, so I, I had, I moved to Yamagata. I moved to the Shonai region of Yamagata in 2010 on jet. And I stayed on jet for about four years, and then I I wanted to stay behind. Um, actually, I got married, um, and then uh, but since the first moment that I had come to Shonai, I fell in love with it. Um, there's nowhere else I'd rather live, <laughs> not even Tokyo or any of the other big cities in Japan. I just love this place so much, uh, and so I I wanted to do something to share. How wonderful this area was, the Shonai, Shonai region in particular, but Yamagata Prefecture as well, uh, and Tohoku. Uh, and so, yeah, I did a whole lot of different projects. Um, I uh, I became so I do freelance translation and interpretation as well. Um, and then I um, I came across so I when I was it was actually it was a week after i came back um so i went to my dad's funeral he died suddenly in 2016 and a week late a week after i got back i got in touch or a friend introduced me to my yamabushi partner takeharu kato uh we call him tuck and um and tuck was yeah tuck's like i'm good i want to provide yamabushi training in in english do you want do you want to join me and I said, oh, I'll do anything to help help this region out. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, teamed up. And uh, long story short, that's that's how I got here. But it's like, I think probably the more important question would be why I'm still a Yamabushi, uh, because it's it's now it's a really deep part of my life. Um, I uh, I owe my my life to to the mountains, I guess you could say. Uh, and so I. Um, yeah, I love being Yamabushi. Uh, it's it's helped me um, enormously to deal with some some issues in my life, and I uh, want to give other people the same opportunity through Yamabushi training. And so that's why I still do Yamabushi, um, and we still have uh, there's quite a lot of 
uh, interest from around the world. Uh, and so I, uh, I want to do what I can to make sure that people from not just inside Japan, but uh, English speakers from all over the world can come and join us on the mountains of Yamagata. Yeah, speaking yeah. of the mountains, the pictures on your websites and Instagram mm. and YouTube videos, the mountains are just amazing. And that's kind of a key point of becoming a Yamabushi is giving yeah. yourself to nature and letting go yeah. of exactly all of right. these yeah. stress and, and he, the modern life overwhelming things yeah. that we let take over, right? That's exactly right. There's, yeah, last, last week was a perfect example. Uh, so last Saturday I climbed, it's called Mount Taizor. Um, I don't, I think I only had an Instagram story up. I don't have any photos up at the moment, but um, uh, when I, when I left in the morning, I was a bit angry. I don't know, it's something, it was something really stupid. Uh, and by the time I got home, I was a new person basically. Uh, so my wife, my wife, when I got home, my wife was like, did you, did you take something? <laughs> and I said, no, it's just, just the mountains. Um, so, yeah. She, I think in the, in that case, you could really say it is a natural high. Yeah, I, I, you, I agree. You so. get, you get yeah. that high from nature and you feel yeah. so much better. Yeah. It was like last week. It was, uh, it was tough. Um, because I mean, it, in retrospect, it wasn't tough at all, but, um, it was tough because I got about halfway up the mountain and I was like really slow and I was like, how much longer do I have to go? And, and I was, a uh, really, I don't know, a bit, um, what would you say? A bit disappointed in myself, I guess, for not having reached the summit yet. Uh, and then I, uh, just kept going, <laughs> um, got there in the end and, uh, got some really good photos so, and video as well that. I'll be sharing in the next few weeks. That's so, great. Yeah. So this is one of the three mountains. So the Dewa Sansan is three mountains, right? That's correct. Yep. And this is Mount Gasan. And the, on a clear day, yep. you can see so far. So yes. beautiful. Yeah. This is Mount Gasan. And that's Mount Chuokai that you can see in the background. Um, I can see Mount Chuokai from my bedroom. So um oh, it's wow. it's really awesome waking up and and checking the conditions absolutely stunning and this is the yamabushi group training and going up to mount gasan right that's correct yeah that would have been about maybe 5 30 or 6 6 a.m in the morning early morning to, to go up to see the sunrise or uh no this is uh during yamabushi training um i believe at this time we we climbed from the eighth station of Mount Gasan to the summit of Mount Gasan, and then you climb down. You can climb down to Mount Yudonol. Um, that's actually, I've got a video releasing it. Uh, that's what I'm doing um, on, on that video. It's oh, called wonderful. a juice saw, um, going, like going across, across the mountains. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really, really good. <laughs> so, um, Let's take a step back a little bit. So the Yamabushi training, um, the courses you guys offer, there is a master course for f over four days. That's right. And the yep. basic training over two days. That's right. 
and it runs over the summer months or basically May to July. Is that right? Uh, yep. So uh, May. Um, so the master's training is only available when Mount Gaston is open. So that means July, August and September. And the basic training we do from May until we can do it in November, but we usually stop in October. It's usually May to October. Uh, that's when Mount Udono is open. Um, although we, in recent years, we've been doing that ex exclusively on Mount Hagoro. And then, yeah, and then we also have, it's called the Yamabushi guided hike. So um, during Yamabushi training, there's no, no speaking. The only thing you're allowed to say is, excuse me, the only thing you're allowed to say is uketamo, I accept. And so people come out of the training with a whole lot of questions. And uh, we, because we, we can't, we can't answer any questions during the training. So, um, so we set up an opportunity for people to slowly go up Mount Hagoro. Uh, and under the guidance of a different Yamabushi guide, a guide called uh, Hayasaka Sendatsu. Um, he's from Daishinbo Pilgrim Lodge. And we, yeah, we get, give people the, uh, the opportunity to walk up slowly, take photos, because you're not allowed to do that during the training, and also ask any questions they want. Um, but the, the main point is, for Master Hayasaka or the other Yamabushi to give practical tips of how to incorporate the philosophies uh, of the Yamabushi into daily life. Um, and so we wanted to provide that opportunity as well. Uh, and that's what the Yamabushi Guided Hike is. Yeah. yeah, really interesting. And the reason you wear the white uniform, can you explain that? I thought that was so interesting. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, so when the, the Dewa Sanzan mountains or mountains in Japan in general, I guess, but, um, the Dewa Sanzan mountains are where we become reborn. It's believed that we become reborn. Um, I think this, this is, this is my own, uh, opinion or my own thoughts. Um, I think the, the reason why we become reborn, um, is, well, sorry, the reason why we say we become reborn is to explain to people who haven't done the training before what it feels like. Um, I think that's like just the, 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 an easy explanation that we can use. Um, although you have to have done, done the training or you have to have climbed the Devasazan to, to truly know, uh, what it feels like. Uh, and so this concept of rebirth, when to, to be able to be reborn in the first place, you have to metaphorically pass away. And the white clothing that we wear is called shiro shōzoku, uh, which is what we, which is what they put on the dead in Japan. And so when we go into the mountains, we we pretend that we're the ghost of ourselves or the, our our soul, um, to, and we train our souls as we go into the mountains. Uh, and when we reconnect, when we go back come back out of the mountains, our soul reconnects to our body um, and we are reborn. And so, yeah, so to be, to be reborn in the first place, we have to pass away <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, and then that's why we wear the, the white, the white clothing. Yeah. 
That makes and makes so much of a impact in our modern busy lives, right? Um, so having it's that the physical, the outer layer of of death and being reborn, and then being forced not to speak only you can say uketamo, right? Or you can do the right. chanting. Um, you have to do the activities by following there's there's not the distraction of our phones of the sound even of our voices or what other people are saying just nature that's amazing yeah the the yamabushi's job so the yamabushi is not the teacher the yamabushi is nature is the teacher the yamabushi just guides others into into nature and uh and shows i guess you could say shows or uh, illustrates how to best experience nature in the way that has been done for over 1400 years on the Devasanza. Yeah, that's our role. <laughs> we, we don't teach. So beautiful. And uh, you on the website, there's some reviews and uh, it sounds like um, what you have said about your personal experience becoming a Yamabushi for visitors as well, for people who even just do the day hike or the two-day hike or the master training four-day, they have such a deep impression from this experience. Is that right? Yes. Uh, so after we do Yamabushi training, so right at the end, we have what's called a naurai, which is like a celebratory meal. And... This is when we give people the chance to express how they felt during the trainings. And it's not uncommon for people to, to cry, actually, even staunch, staunch people. Um, and so I think that just shows just how powerful an experience Yamabushi training is. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, some people, uh, I have, there's another example of a, so I'm, I'm 186 centimeters, I think it's about six foot one or six foot two. And there's this, there's this, this friend, a friend of mine, um, who's bigger than me. And he's, he's a CrossFit trainer. He's a CrossFit trainer, trainer. He trains the CrossFit trainers and he, uh, his, his body is covered in tattoos and he came, he did the two day experience. And before he returned to Spain, he got uketamo tattooed on on the side of his body. He was he was that that impacted by by the training. Uh, and there's also we have a couple of people who come back year after year, and some actually they come and do the training that, that, the training for us. So um, so we. We have Master Hoshino's training, the, the trainings provided by Yamabushido, but we have our own training run by Dewasanzan Shrine. And some we've had a few people come and actually join in the Dewasanzan training. So it means that they become official Yamabushi as well. Uh, and so it's quite, yeah, it's quite, uh, quite impactful, I think. Um, another thing that I'm really, I'm quite proud of is that even though we're, here in the middle of Yamagata Prefecture, which is relatively unknown. I think Tohoku gets like 2% of the, the uh, international tourism market. Uh, in spite of that, we have had a few first comers to Japan come straight to us 
So uh, I'm quite quite proud of that fact. Um, it shows that we're doing something that's not. I don't think it's a universal. It's a universal thing that we're doing. I don't think it's uh, exclusive to to Japan, uh, and I think people can see that, and they they want to come and join us. So yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome. It's always it's incredible to me how few tourists go to Tohoku because it yeah. is only where you are is very far north, but it's only four hours away by yeah. train from yeah. Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, it's such a stunning, amazing area. Yeah. I hope yeah. more people go. Where we are, it's, it's uh, well, we we prefer people to use the train because it's more sustainable, but it, you can fly here in an hour from Tokyo. There's, uh, it's got, we've got Shona Airport, which is, I think it's like the second closest airport to Haneda um, that, that is flown to. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it's, yeah, I think the Tohoku region in a whole, as a whole, or um, especially where I am, they're not very good at promotion and, or they, I don't know, they just don't do it. And so people just don't really know about it. Uh, and that's that's where I think I come I come in, uh, and so I've uh, I've started a, the project, the 100 Mountains of Yamagata project, to try and uh, brush up my my YouTube skills, uh, brush up or learn. Actually, I'm just a, a beginner, um, and no, yeah, you're doing and, a great job. Out. And Thanks. all the all the beautiful English on the websites explaining what is a mountain monk, um, the philosophy, the different yeah. uh, packages that are on offer, all the information is done so well. I, I'm sure that's such a great asset for these programs and this whole area. You're doing mm. a great job, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, before we move on, I just want to point out this photo of when you got your name. That's and, right. Yeah. Right. Can you tell us about this uh, ritual? Sure. So the Akinomine Iri is the that's how you become an official Yamabushi. So you do a, a week long training in the mountains, and underneath the blue and white checker, I'm wearing the Shiro Shozoku, and the the blue and white checker uh, it's it's called a suri. Um, this is when you're doing something official you're doing like it's like like a suit that you would wear uh, and you can also see my head has a black it's called a token uh, this is also used for official purposes um, yeah so you have to yeah once you complete this training you can become an official yamabushi and yeah as you said this is when they give you your yamabushi name um, i'm not sure my my yamabushi name is Ryosen. And Ryosen means spreader of the truth. So I think it's a, it's a pretty, a spreader of the truth or sp spreader of the, the true essence, I think was how I translated it. Um, and so I think it's, uh, it's pretty apt for, for myself. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm trying to trend. And, trend. and you're, you're helping to promote the good work yeah. of the Yamabushi that's to right. a yeah. much wider audience. So it that's seems right. like a perfect name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it, it fits pretty well. Now, there's another festival, the Hasaku Festival. Yep. Hasaku site. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so this is on the 30th. 31st of August each year. 
So at the top of Mount Hagoro, there is Dewasanzan Shrine, and right next to Dewasanzan Shrine is Hachiko Hachikosha, um, the shrine for Prince Hachiko, who was the founder of the Dewasanzan. He founded the Dewasanzan in 593, um, and we. So the August the 31st is the last the last night of the week-long Akinomine autumn peak ritual. And we have this huge, the Hasakusai festival. And there's about 150, last time was 2019, there were 164 Yamabushi. Um, it's really, it's really hard to explain. You really have to go there, but we, there's 160 Yamabushi and they, there's a bonfire and there's a few other um, rituals that the senior Yamabushi do, but um, it's like this huge snake of 150 Yamabushi just walking around chanting around this bonfire. It's, um, it's really quite intense, uh, especially if you're a part of it like, like I am. Um, it's really cool to watch, I think, as well. Um, the Hasakusai, that's, that's about... Uh, that's praying for uh, disease um, to to um, what do you call it? Shizumeru to um, ah, oh, I'm forgetting my English. Um, <laughs> to to get rid of disease, to to stop disease, um, and so I think it's quite quite good for right now. Um, but it's also for disease and also for a good harvest in the coming coming year because it's right there, right in August. So at the end of August, so that's when the harvest is. So yeah, yeah. Hasaku. Mm. Hasaku looks so interesting. And speaking of disease, uh, Master Hoshino was talking about the coronavirus time. Yes. And his yeah. key word was compassion. That's exactly Everyone right. needs more yes. compassion for each other as we're going yeah. through this really difficult time. I thought that video was so well done. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Master Hoshino. He's full of uh, full of really good things like that. Um, yeah, uh, compassion. I think that so that was filmed. I think last year in about March or April, uh, right before it got really bad. Uh, and um, I think so. Having done Yamabushi training and having lived through Corona, I can see actually quite a few similarities. Uh, and so. For example, when we do Yamabushi training, we have a whole lot of restrictions. There's a whole lot of things that we, we just can't do. And so you, you I don't know, you kind of you get used to having these restrictions, um, but then um, it also means that, um, for example, we do some rituals. There's one where it's, I'm not gonna explain in depth because I'm, I'm I've been sworn an oath, but there's one ritual we do where it's really hard to breathe. And so um, oh, I, I don't mean to liken that to Corona in any way, um, but um, we do one ritual where it's hard to, to breathe. And then once, you, once you're out of the, the once you finish the ritual, um, you, you appreciate breath. So you appreciate breathing, which is such a mundane thing. And, uh, and for me from, from these these small things where uh, where you, you've you've had some freedom taken taken away from you, and then once it's given back, you you appreciate it more. And I think 
through Corona, through everyone having this shared experience, I think we we should value our freedom uh, a bit more once once things have settled down a bit. I I believe so. Um, yeah. I think it it should be good. Um, yeah, people should, yeah people will be more appreciative. I hope I so. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of one of the biggest takeaways from any kind of trip like this to the beautiful mountains and yes, being forced yeah. not to speak is yeah, that you yeah. you have time suddenly yeah. you have time to think and to have thoughts yeah. that you haven't been able to think about before yeah. right yeah that's exactly right the yeah for us just walking walking in nature is a form of meditation so um any, anyone can do that um and uh yeah it's uh it's a really good good chance to to think um there's one 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 thing that i i never thought about until another yamabushi told me about it uh when i climbed mount gasan this is in august um you think it's a point when you're climbing a mountain there gets a point where you get where everyone even if you're climbing with friends and you're talking the whole way up there gets a point where everyone naturally just becomes tired and so they stop talking and that's when your mind kind of, I don't know, your, your subconscious kind of clicks into gear and you, you think of things that you, you had, they, they were in your head, but they didn't really come to clarity until, I don't know, you, you reach a point of <laughs> tiredness, I guess. But uh, it's quite a quite interesting experience just being out in nature. Um, I love it. Um, and yeah, although it is, it can be a bit dangerous. Um, that's what the the conch is for to scare off the bears. But uh, um, I love it. Love being out there, and uh, I think uh, more people should come in. Yeah. So we we yeah. talked. Let's talk a little bit more about the mountains because the the three mountains have uh, significance in different ways, and there is both Buddhism and Shinto together. And a yes. lot of the information yeah. on the website says this experience is beyond religion. It's yes. a, a connection with nature. So it's more primal. And this has a 1,400-year-old right. history, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Should we start can, with Mount Maguro? Yeah. So um, for... So... For the Dewasanzam, um, Mount Hagora used to have its own. Mount Hagora used to have its own Yamabushi or its own uh, Buddhist sects, and then Mount Yudono as well. And there's actually there's been quite a bit of fighting and fighting between the twin two of them throughout history. Uh, and so, up until the Meiji Restoration in 1868, they were both. I think they were both separate. Um, so Mount Hagura was Shingon Buddhism until the 1640s, I think it was. But uh, then they switched to Tendai Buddhism, which was the same Buddhism as the Tokugawa Shogunate. Uh, but Mount Yudona stayed Shingon Buddhism. And then in the 1860s, so in 1868, when the Meiji Restoration happened, uh, they forcibly changed the Dewasanzan, so Mount Hagura, Mount Gasan, and Mount Yudon, they forcibly changed them to Shintoism. 
Um, and so this was to avoid destruction. Uh, that was when the Buddhist purge and also uh, they outlawed Shugendo as well. Um, I can explain Shugendo uh, in a second. But, um, uh, and so the, up until the major restoration, so the Yamabushi were practicing on Mount Hagoro, uh, and then the major restoration happened and they, I, I believe that they went into hiding either that or they, they were just weren't practicing as, as much uh, in the open. Um, and then in the, uh, and then, but the, the, the townspeople wanted the Yamabushi culture to continue. And so they petitioned Dewasanzan Shrine, which was newly christened Dewasanzan Shrine to continue the Yamabushi traditions. And that's when the Dewasanzan Shrine essentially, well, they, they copied the Buddhist version uh, and they made their own Shinto Yamabushi. Um, and that's, that's continued until today. And it, that's, that's what I practice. Um, and so on Mount Hagoro, we have two main schools or two main uh, groups of Yamabushi. One is the Shinto Yamabushi run by Dewasanzan Shrine. And then they have the Buddhist Yamabushi, which is, it's Hagoro Shugen is the name of their Buddhist sect. Uh, it's a school of Shugendo, and they um, they practice from Shōzen Koganedo Temple. And so I mentioned earlier the Akinomine Iri Akinomine week-long Yamabushi ritual. So what actually happens is that the shrine and the temple they practice in tandem. They practice about I think it's it's less than a kilometer away from each other, uh, and so. Um, it gets really confusing to explain Yamabushi because of this point. So we have the Buddhists and the Shinto uh, practicing at the same time, only th there's a day difference. So the, the Buddhists start a day earlier than the Shinto uh, Yamabushi. I think, I think maybe for listeners who aren't very familiar with Shinto yeah. or Buddhism, you explained it so nicely in one of your videos about what is the difference. Yeah. So, there's one used for birth, one used for, for when you die, yeah, and yeah. one used for celebrations. Yeah. Uh, can you just give us a little <laughs> a, summary? A little explanation. Uh, <laughs> so in Shintoism, uh, death is, is kegare. It's, uh, it's taboo. It's to be, not to be avoided. It's to be, um, how would you say? It's just, it's, it's kegare. It's, um, it's, like impure, I guess. So Shintoism is all about uh, staying away from impurities. Uh, and so when the Meiji Restoration happened, one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why the, the, they, they tried to um, make only state Shintoism. So they, they tried to get rid of every single religion besides Shintoism and the Buddhists, um, up until then, the Buddhists have always played a really important role in providing funerals or funeral rites. Uh, and so Shinto, Shintoists don't have, well, I think that I'm, I have heard of Shinto funerals, but it's, it's quite, uh, quite rare. And so there, there was a demand for some sort of like a, a funeral. Uh, and so I think that's why, or it's one of the main reasons why the government couldn't completely switch to 
um, just Shintoism. Um, I I forgot to explain something extremely simple in that since since Buddhism has come into Japan, I think it was around the sixth century. Uh, up until then, they had Shintoism in Japan, and then Buddhism came, and basically the two were so similar that they were practiced in the same even sometimes in the same temple or temple shrine complexes. Uh, they're called Jinguji. Uh, and so, yeah, they're basically conjoined at the hips and then at the major restoration, they tried to split them, but they, they failed. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I think so, this is something so confusing, not only for visitors, but for people who live yeah. here as well, right? Yeah. But basically, if you see... Uh, Tori Gate, like we're seeing here, and yeah. this is on the way to Mount Haguro, one of That's the yeah. three important mountains. Uh, beautiful in winter, by the way, absolutely yeah, stunning. And then uh, different Tori Gate. So these would be shrines, right? Yes. Behind the Tori Gate, but not yes. always. Not always. Sometimes yeah. at a Buddhist temple, you might see yeah. a Tori Gate. So it is a little confusing. Yeah. Um, but that is on the way to Mount Haguro on the top, and then the that's Mount Yudono on the bottom. Yudono on the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, yeah. and that's in autumn, so you can see some beautiful autumn colors as well. That's right. Gorgeous. Yeah, that particular area, uh, the one on Mount Yudono, where those Tori gates are, that's where the mummy mummified monks practice Sokushinbutsu. Uh, that's an um, amazing story. Uh, so there, uh, so I mentioned before the Shingon Buddhist monks that practiced on Mount Yudono. So they, there are still Shingon temples there. Uh, Churenji and Dainichibo, Ryuzuiji are some famous ones. But this region of Yamagata, I can't remember the numbers, the numbers exactly. But there are, there are or there were mummified monks. Uh, and so these are monks who would train, they had to train for at least a thousand days, uh, not, not consecutively. Uh, and they would train in mainly on Mount Yodono. Um, and they would gradually reduce what they were able to eat. Uh, and so I think in the end they were just eating like bark or like grass or something. Um, and before they, uh, what do you say, interred themselves. So they, they would have a, a hole dug in the ground, which is about two meters deep. And they would sit inside the hole uh, and chant sutras. Um, would, so having done the training and doing that sort of um, ritual or that sort of practice, oh, sorry, there's one other thing I, I forgot. Um, they would drink like, it's, I don't think it is lacquer, but it's like something that goes into making lacquer. And this would help to uh, make, mean that their insides wouldn't rot. And they would sit in this hole in the ground and they would have a bell and they would ring the bell. Uh, and once the, and they would chant. And once the bell stopped ringing, the, the assistants would know to close off the, the hole. Uh, and the, about, I think it's 333 days later, they would dig up the, the monks uh, and some of them were successful at becoming mummified. 
Uh, and the reason why they did this is to provide what they say is to provide salvation for the people. And this is because by doing so, they, they reach Buddhahood while still leaving behind a trace of their human existence in this world. And so if people look at the Sokushimbutsu, the Buddha mummy, they know that uh, Buddhahood is possible inside in this, this world that we're living in. And so that's one way uh, people feel, I don't know, I guess they feel relieved or... Uh, it is, it is outlawed, we should mention, yes, that, that is, outlawed, that is yes. not practiced anymore. Yeah, um, But that's, that's really interesting. Mm. That's a really famous story, and that's famous around this Mount Yudono yeah. area, right? Yeah. That's, are, that's why this think, is so well known. Now, like, one of the other things oh, yeah. about going into the mountains, the idea of uh, when people die, their mm. soul spends 33 years oh yes that's right going yep. around the mountains tell us about that <laughs> yeah so i think this belief is probably actually a lot more common than than uh, it seems but um in this region at least it's called kanabi shinko uh and so it's believed that when we pass away our souls they go on their own form of a shugyo, yeah, Yamabushi training, or their own form of a training, in the starting with the low-lying mountains, and they slowly make their way up, guided by thirteen Buddha, until they reach the top. Uh, in our case, it's Mount Gasan, um, and so once they reach the top of Mount Gasan, they turn into kami, the deities that look over over us all, and it's believed that the kami. Oh, sorry, the, the ancestors, the, the souls of the ancestors who are prayed to, they um, they are they turn into good good coming, coming that do good. But the the souls of the ancestors that aren't prayed to, uh, they turn into evil, coming that do evil. Uh, and so for example, when you have a disaster like 311, when whole families are wiped out and there's no one to pray for. The, the souls of the ancestors of those lost. Uh, and so um, we, Yamabushi, we pray for them. So we, we pray for the victims of natural disasters as well as uh, people that we know or uh, people, victims of, um, yeah, just, I don't know, natural disasters. And yeah, um, there's, a, there's a mound at the top of Mount Gaston. Um, it's, so when when three eleven happened, the this this is before my time as a Yamabushi. Uh, I can't take any credit for this, but um, before the sorry sorry when three eleven happened, they were wondering how they can best um, would you say pay pay their respects or show show their respects to the the victims of three eleven. Uh, one big reason is because the whole of eastern Japan is the Dewasanzan territory. So each, um, yeah, the Dewasanzan, there are 33 territories in the east of Japan and 33 in the west. And the whole coast was part of the Dewasanzan territory. And so they, um, what they did, Master Hoshino, Master Hoshino put out a, a call for Shakyo, which are copies of the Heart Sutra, handwritten copies of the Heart Sutra. 
and he he put out a call. He wanted about ten thousand, and from um, he got over thirteen thousand. Uh, and so what he did is, oh, I had not him uh, alone, but um, a group uh, of Daishoku Pilgrim Lodge. They they spent. It took about more than two weeks to read out each of these Heart Sutra Shakyo, and then they carried them to the top of Mount Gasa, and they. Um, that's where they're buried at the moment. And so um, every time we go to Mount Gasa, we go and we pray as well to the to the victims of 311. Um, that's so, amazing. Yeah. Ah. So uh, just to take a step back, so Mount Gasan is supposed to be uh, signifying the border to the afterlife yeah. and the past, right? That's right, yeah. And uh, uh, then Mount Haguro is supposed to be the present and Mount Haguro is the only one seems to be open year round. That's right. But yeah. Mount Gasan that we're showing here with the beautiful snowy peaks is not really accessible in winter. Is that right? That's correct. It's already closed. So Mount Gasan closed uh, about two weeks ago now because it had snow. Um, Mount Gasan gets, gets more than 10 meters of snow annually on the summit. And wow. it has the latest ski season in Japan. The ski season begins in April. So April until July. So That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so Mount Gasan is not open now, but it'll open in spring? When does it open? Uh, no, it opens in July. Oh, wow. Not until summer. Like, yeah. like Mount Fuji. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Very similar. Yeah. But, Mount Gasan, um, it's only yeah. 1,984 meters. So Fuji's like, I think nearly double that. So it still gets a lot of snow. So Mount Haguro, which you can access all year, beautiful snow. It also has yeah. a lot of steps. Tell yes. us how <laughs> many steps. steps to the 2000, top. 2,446. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, you, this, you mentioned last time that Master Hoshino said he can do it in thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, right? yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I can believe that. <laughs> um, he, he has been known to try and uh, exaggerate a bit. So, but, um, but most uh, normal, normal humans, uh, maybe would take at least an hour to get to the top. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, forty-five minutes to an hour. Um, walking at a brisk pace. Yeah. So I think if you're kind of running a bit, it would be possible to go up in 30 minutes. But uh, I don't see why you would want to. It's, no, it's so it looks like it looks like a hike. I would like to take my time. Um, a beautiful pagoda. Is this also on the same mountain? Yeah, this is Mount Hagoro. Um, and so actually Mount Hagoro, um, I only, only found this out recently, but Mount Hagoro, had its own pilgrimage of rebirth. Well, I, I knew that. So the, the Dewa Sanzan has a, they call it a journey of rebirth. So you, if you climb all three of them, it, you can become uh, metaphorically reborn. But uh, Mount, Mount Hagoro itself had its own journey of rebirth. And the five-story pagoda represents, so because it's rebirth, uh, you're kind of like, you're an embryo when you're, when you're going up the mountain. And Mount the Five Star Pagoda actually it's at the bottom of the mountain, and Five Star Pagodas are normally 
they're placed in a place which is really easy to see from all directions so that you can worship from all directions. But this tower is right at the bottom of the mountain in the middle of a forest. And the reason I heard is because it represents the fifth month of gestation on the Mount Hagaro uh, journey of rebirth. Uh, and so it's not, yeah, it's a bit different to, to normal five-story pagodas throughout Japan from what I hear Yeah. Interesting. And that goes to what Master Hoshino was saying about the mountains being like a mother and yeah, yeah. giving birth. And then uh, before you die, you want to go back to your mother and yeah, yeah. like going home yeah. to mother, right? Yeah. Very interesting. And yeah. then gestation, the five-tier yeah. pagoda. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mountains. Mountains are the, the mother we, we consider it. The mother um and so yeah i i mentioned that you you train your soul in the mountains so when you do yamabushi training you go back to a time before you were born um and then that so when you when you emerge you that's why uh, we say that you're reborn um and actually one of the the reasons why we can't talk is because we're not supposed to be able to because we're supposed to be an embryo or uh, a a baby growing in the womb so we have no ability to talk or no ability to remember things as well uh, so that's yeah. really interesting mm. uh in the last talk last year you mentioned about these amazing trees along the path and yep. some of them were rotting yeah and you were working on a project to cut down the ones that were sick yep. and trying to plant more is that right that's still going on yep so um now I can't remember how many there are. I think there are about 600 of the cedar trees, but uh, in the past few years, in the past maybe 10 or so years, about a hundred of them have actually, well, we've, we've found that they're, they're dying or they're already dead. Uh, and so, yeah, we have to do something to, to, to deal with that. Uh, and we have been, so we, we've taken, we've been doing research. Uh, and so checking the conditions of, we know the conditions of, of all of them now. Uh, and so the ones that need to be cut down, we're, we're slowly coming down, but uh, it's quite risky. So um, some of them, some of them are right next to the five-story pagoda. And if they fell and hit the five-story pagoda, I mean, well, trees, you can, you, trees, you can't replace the five-story pagoda. I guess you could rebuild, but it'd be quite a, quite a big shame. Uh, and so we're trying to trying to trying to make it so that future generations can also enjoy the cedar forest like we have been able to um yeah it's like cedar trees have a general life of about 400 years and they were planted between three and 500 years ago so um, a lot of them are probably on the way so it's out. It's kind of the natural cycle it's not because yeah. of uh insect infestation or anything just naturally it's, it's their natural. time huh yeah um some of them were uh affected by insects uh and also like ivy as well um but mainly it's just the natural life of the tree wow yeah i just learned at the traditional japanese gardens the other day that when they wrap the uh japanese pine trees with the straw in this mm. time of year it's mm. to catch the insects which are trying to lay the eggs 
And then in spring, they take those straw that. things off and they burn them. And so that helps the tree stay healthy. I always thought it was just decorative. It's so beautiful. It's so nice mm. to know it's very functional. <laughs> uh, the, the straw, says, straw like the stay, oh, but these pictures mm. look amazing. Yes, Thanks. definitely have a look at, uh, we'll introduce the websites next. Um, and I'll put the links below for us so you can have a look later. Uh, Molly from the U.S. has joined. Uh, Louise from New Zealand. Kia ora. Oh, kia ora. Has joined. <laughs> nice to see you. And Hokkaido Hillbilly. Kia ora. Great to see you guys here. Hideyasu Matsuda from Facebook and Limousine from YouTube. Thanks so much for joining, everyone. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, before I forget, it's probably a good time to introduce the three websites which you are working so hard mm. and so wonderfully to introduce the Yamabushi lifestyle and philosophy to the world. Uh, this one is the Dewa Sanzan website. Yep, Can it, you right. want to introduce it a little bit? Yeah. So uh, up until I made this, the Dewa Sanzan didn't have an English website. There was no uh, way to get information about it. And so uh, I made this website. Uh, as part of a project to try and develop the region around Mount Hagoro. Um, but we're pushing. So this is actually, it's going to, it's going to be renewed soon. Uh, this is a bit old now. Um, so we're getting funding from the Bungajos, from the, uh, in, call it, Ministry of the, of Culture. And yeah, we're going to fix it up a bit, but. This, this gives a general explanation of the Dewa Sanzan. Uh, and yeah, this is where, that's right, you can book accommodation and meals mm -hmm. through here. Yeah, if you send an inquiry here, it'll come to me. So great. Yeah. And uh, it's probably good to, to mention uh, we hadn't mentioned Ukitamo uke, yet. Um, so that's a key word of the yeah. Yamabushi pilgrimage, right? Do you want to that's explain right. that? Yeah. So Uketamo is it's a philosophy. It's a philosophy that we we follow. Uh, it developed on in Hagoro Shugendo on on the Sanzan Mountains, and it's about acceptance. Um, it's it's actually it's quite a common theme in Buddhism as well, uh, especially Zen Buddhism, uh, and it's about I just if you if you can learn to accept things it makes life easier um yeah it's quite uh it's something that we we embody during young versus training mm. and it's the only <laughs> word you're allowed to say right besides that's right. chanting that's right so when we do young versus training yeah we can only say so Master Hoshina will say, from now we will climb Mount Hagoro and you say Uketomo and you climb Mount Hagoro. There's, or there's no from now we it. will do waterfall, waterfall meditation, meditation. Yes. And you say Uketomo, right? Yep. You embrace it and you, you do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that looks like the hard, I mean, there's so many hard things about this Yamabushi training, but standing in a waterfall even in summer seems very hard and one of the other parts of the training is you're not allowed to brush your teeth you're not allowed to wash yeah right uh so the yamabushi training is all based off the 10 realms of buddhism 
Um, and one of the realms is, uh, what's it called? The beast, the realm of the beast. And there's a time before we were humans in which we were beasts. And this is, this is why we aren't allowed to uh, groom or brush our teeth. Uh, because yeah, it's like, it's like um, emulating the time when we were beasts as well. Yeah. Uh, Louise has a question for you. So where are you from in New Zealand? Uh, no, I know Louise is a New Zealander, so I'm going to say lower hut. Um, but yeah, but Wellington, Wellington region. All right. Let's, uh, show another website, which you're very active. The Yamabushido website. That's right. Yeah. So yamabushido.jp. This is, um, this is where we we uh, we record. This is where we uh, introduce Yamabushi training, so people can can come and join us on the mountains. Um, yeah. So if you if you make a inquiry here, uh, it'll be me who answers. But um, this is where you can actually sign up for Yamabushi training with us. Yeah, wonderful. Um, so this website, and then also you're on Facebook and Instagram, and you have That's a right. YouTube channel, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a personal website as well. It's timbunting.com, and I've been since this year. I've been introducing the 100 mountains, 100 famous mountains of Yamagata, and I've been doing that on YouTube and yeah, writing a blog. Uh, and the next video is actually due out in about five minutes. So, uh, if, if you, if you can, please, please watch it, uh, going on Mount Gasan. It's an epic two day hike. I think, uh, if you like mountains, you'll, you'll like this one. Yeah. Fantastic. You have so many great, uh, videos about hiking, uh, forest bathing, which has become so popular recently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's part of that same Yamabushi philosophy, right? Giving yourself to nature, being yeah. quiet, and yep. just taking in nature's healing, really. Yeah. I think, uh, I think everyone, I especially feel it when I come back from the mountains, but I think everyone should make a habit of going out into nature. Uh, if, I could, if I could change just one person to make them go out into nature more, I would be quite quite pleased but uh, i think everyone needs to to get out there just to just to just to feel feel sense nature yeah i think um, one of the questions i saw on the the youtube from last time is asking about where people stay when they do the training programs yep yeah. so we have it's called a scubo which we call in english a pilgrim lodge um yeah that's one there the station ball pilgrim lodge and yeah, that's where we stay during the training. So the trainings are based in the Shkobor and you would leave from the Shkobor and go into the mountains and then come back and stay the night in the Shkobor. It's extremely basic. Um, what makes Shkobor different is that they have an altar. They definitely have an altar for, for praying and they provide the Shiro Shozoku garments and also the um, the ascetic cuisine. And each Shkobor has its own different recipes as well it's quite interesting if you get the chance to try different shikobo 
as well. And it looks like yeah. a beautiful building, uh, maybe very basic inside. So sleeping yeah. on futons on that's the right. tatami, tatami, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this the... particular Daishinbo in particular was built using the the remains of an old temple on top of Mount Haguro. Actually, it's the it's using wood that's about three hundred and fifty years old. It's really beautiful if you can get the chance to to see inside. Wow, gorgeous. Yeah. And we mentioned last time, even though it's it is shojin yori, it's for a pescatarian diet, That's not right. vegan or vegetarian. Yeah. There is fish, but because Tim is part of the team, if you are vegan vegetarian, please tell him yeah. in advance, and they can yeah. sort it out for you. That's right? easy. Yeah, it's they just switch the stock from uh, often they use fish stock, uh, katsu or bushi, uh, and so katsu is uh, bonito. Uh, and yeah, we can just switch that out for mushroom or uh, kombu, kelp stock. It's, it's no biggie. Just ask. And sometimes and was... they, they also serve, serve fish as well. So um, yeah, just have to, if we have advanced notice, we can, we can organize anything. Yeah, it's nice to have that flexibility. That's the important part, right? Um, right. You also yeah. are, are part of the team for this Megurun experiences, yeah. and yeah. this is the Yamabushi experiences. Tell us about what other kinds of things. Yeah, so Megurun, Megurun is the name of the company, and we run the Yamabushi Law projects. But our whole philosophy, or our whole, uh, we, we we're focused on self development. We're focused on giving people the opportunity to better themselves, and so we have prepared a whole number of experiences uh for example uh zen zen training in a zen temple for a day or we also have um kudo um, japanese archery which is a lot about mindset um it's actually quite quite fun to to explore uh and there are other experiences that we're working on at the moment but i can't i can't share too much I'm afraid. Yeah. No, really interesting. So Zazen meditation, uh, the Yama Bushido experiences, but also other hiking. Um, there was a mountain vegetables experience Foraging. as yeah. well, where yes. you can you can forage for food and then uh, right. do a cooking experience. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. like there's a few interesting opportunities there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's all about self development. We we want people to come and and uh, experience um things like not just not not like a holiday like it's you're actually going to better yourself um like that's the aim of of Megurin. uh and so yeah we we are we're establishing what's called a solo retreat and that we're trying to make it easier for people to come uh, and so we we basically provide everything that they need to be able to just spend time alone uh, and if they want to, they can join Yamabushi training or other other experiences. Uh, and so, yeah, that's that's what we're working on, on at the moment. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. And there's just one other your YouTube channel that I wanted to introduce. Oh, You've thanks. done so many great videos, Thank and you. you said you're releasing one soon. Are you? Just yeah, it should this? it should be released right about now. Actually, <laughs> that one at the top, the Mountain of Death. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So if you search Kiwi Yamabushi, basically you find all this great information about yep. Tim. 
and all the wonderful things he's doing. Tim, we've got just a, another minute. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you wanted to mention? Uh, nothing really. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to put a lot more effort into the, the 100 Mountains of Yamagata project. And I want, if, if possible, I want a, a whole lot of people to come and experience the mountains of Yamagata. Um, but yeah, please, please do check out everything else that we've talked about so far. Um, I'm also available for if you if you want to ask any questions about Yamabushi or anything, please just give me a bell. That's wonderful. And Tim, you are on Instagram as the Kiwi Yamabushi, yes. Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Anywhere else? That's right. Um, uh, TikTok, I have a few videos. Uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps I want to get into more actually. Yeah. I really enjoy watching what you're doing, JJ. So yeah, um, great. Yeah, I want to get into more live streaming as well if I can. There's a whole whole lot of places around this area that I want to explore. Fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Louise is fabulous to collaborate with on Haps, and she has oh, a good following. Cool. So maybe you can do a live from your mountains, and she can be in her mountains in New Zealand. I would Zealand. love that. I would love that. that. That would be really cool. Yeah. If we can. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you Thanks. so much, Tim. Thanks, thank you, Thanks. everybody, Thanks, for Sarah. joining. I can't wait to go yeah. and visit you in person, yeah. maybe from next spring <laughs> when things thaw really so. out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I think I've told you before, but uh, we do have Yamabushi training in Hiroshima as well. So. Oh, yeah? Um, they train Where do on, you do on it? On Miyajima? Yeah, on Miyajima. So, Wonderful. Uh, if, yeah, if, if I get the chance, I'll, I'll uh, oh, yeah, definitely. get out there as well. Let's collaborate on that. I yes, would please. love to do that. Yes, please. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Thank you All so right. much, Thank Tim. You. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. So Have a great weekend. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, JJ. Thanks. Okay. See you Take next care. time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.